A quick note about today's episode. We were talking to Disco Doom, and they were in Austin, but they were outside, and it's quite windy there today. And so that comes through on the recording. But I want you to know that it gets better. It's pretty bad at the beginning, but it gets better. So listen on ahead. Thanks so much. Baby, baby, please. Guten Morgen, ich bin Douglas Bowles und diese hier ist 42 Minuten, eine Produktion von Sinkbook Radio <lacht> und thesinkbook.com, eine wirkliche Besprechung mit der interessanten Künstler und Denker von unserer Jetzt. Hello, welcome to 42 Minutes. You can find us online at 42minutes.com and you can reach us by sending a message to mail at 42minutes.com. Before we begin this morning, I need to share with you my broken heart. I can't imagine what it was like when the first version of Built to Spill's Perfect From Now On melted in the back of Phil X station wagon. Perhaps it felt a little like this, though. Last night, Will and I spent an incredible 42 minutes with Tara Lopez of Sister Crayon, and she was amazing. She spoke of her work ethic, and it was so inspiring. We talked about Jack Kerouac, Miranda July, Beyonce, Kay Flay, music and athletic training, Michael Jordan, Built to Spill, Jeff Buckley, Drake, sadness, soul creation, and being. It was so good, and then I blew it or my computer did. It only recorded 19 seconds of the interview. For now, we advise you to check out Sister Crayon's show in San Francisco, March 14th at the Rickshaw Stop, and be sure to catch their set at Treefort Music Fest Sunday, March 23rd at 9 p.m. when they play after Disco Doom and before Built to Spill. Tara is a fabulous human being and a beautiful artist, and we will try our best to bring her back to 42 Minutes sometime very soon. And speaking of Disco Doom, today on the 12th of March for episode number 127, let's make our way to the discotheque. Good morning, William Morgan here, and today on 42 Minutes we're traveling south to Austin for South by Southwest to connect with Disco Doom, purveyors of classic indie rock. Disco Doom is the Zurich-based band of Anita Ruffer, Gabrielle DiMario, and Flo Goet. It's Mainly two guitars, vocals, and a bass playing with different drummers and sometimes with some keyboards. And the last years, Disco Doom has toured extensively throughout Europe and the United States, both headlining and occasionally opening for Built to Spill or other such notables uh, like Dinosaur Jr., Deer Hoof, Bolt Hole Surfers, Lou Barlow, Giant Sand, and the Black Angels. Their new album, Numerals was released February 11th on Exploding and Sound Records in the U.S. and and February 7th on Defra Records in Switzerland and Europe. It's fabulous. You've you've got to check this out. More information about Disco Doom can be found at discodoom.net. Disco Doom will be making their Tree for Music Fest debut Sunday, March 23rd at 8 p.m. at the El Cora Shrine. Uh, the El Cora Shrine which is an all-ages venue and free for kids under 12 with parents. They're playing with Sister Crayon and Built to Spilt, as we said, so this one is not to be missed. It's great to have you on today. Thank you for your patience. How are you? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> We're great. <laughs> and you're outside somewhere because you're looking for a Wi-Fi hotspot and so that's why we're hearing traffic is that right uh, yeah I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, we're outside it's windy here in Austin it's a little bit colder than yesterday is this your first time to to South by Southwest no we now we played here like 
I think two years or three years ago, uh, the first time. Yeah. It's, it's a big circus. It's a <laughs> big, big sonic mess, but it's nice. And did you guys play last night? We played uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, like around two o'clock. It was good. It was, it was nice. It was, it's just, yeah. It's, I mean, you, you come in, you, you set up the gear, and then you have to play like 30 minutes, then you go and, and everything. It's like a rush, then it's over. It's over. Then you start. Yeah. So then we will have like, I don't know, show. belong <laughs> and so to get there you is it true that you guys drove from phoenix all the way from phoenix to texas no we drove from san jose to texas wow yeah, oh, yeah, it, it was like a hard start like we uh we arrived in seattle went to gym rock, and then we go down to san jose then to San Francisco to pick up the rhythm section. <laughs> we, we played we played like a show in San Jose. So it was really uh, yeah, it was cool. And then we draw from San Jose, yeah, to all the way to, to Austin. Every day like ten, twelve hours. Yeah. and so what do you think of that part of the United States, the Southwest? Uh, it's, yeah, it's beautiful, it's, um, yeah, I, yeah, no, it's, it's we, love, we, we, we used to spend some time in, in the, the high desert in California, like Joshua Tree, we had some friends there, and it's, I, we love that place, that's great, it's, I mean, it's, we don't have such, Big open space in Switzerland. Everything is so near, and all the cities are near, so you don't have. Yeah, you have to really drive around a lot to find like an empty space. And I really, we really love the the part of the United States. <laughs> right, I've heard this before. That's interesting. If I was on Vondern, you know, walking around. In, in uh, hiking around in, in Switzerland, and I came upon a show, a Disco Doom show. It would make me slightly nostalgic and homesick. I think. What do you What do you say to something like that? You mean you being an, an American, Doug? Uh, it would not make you just an American, but someone who grew up in the '90s in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then you would come to a Disco Doom show that would make you nostalgic. If I was in Switzerland and I just happened to yeah. come into a Disco Doom show, I think it would make me a little homesick. Have okay. you have you heard okay. that before? Uh, that, that your sound is reminiscent of. Yeah, yeah, we heard that all the time. That uh, um, it's kind of like from the nineties, something like that. Yes, and I, 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 th I think the beginning, the the the, the first EPs. It's okay for us, but I think like the last two records, I don't know if it's really has to do something still with the 90s or so. But uh, we, maybe we just uh, we can't say that. How can I say that? Um, because we are too too close to the sound we are making, so probably someone from the outside can 
say it better than you. Well, it's not entirely your fault. I mean, so not that there's anyone at fault. I'm just so the last <laughs> two records were produced by Jim Roth. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the drummer on the last album was Scott Plouffe. Yeah. yeah. And so these are both guys who played and toured and recorded with Built to Spill. And so, yeah. yeah. I was just going to ask you, what what are the influences that you can hear in your own work where you know, like, oh, I got that from, you know, me being a fan of so-and-so? Yeah. Who who has inspired yeah. you? I think it's uh, uh, not really not musically, but like uh, like come to warm chat from Brian Eno, um, because because it's so inspiring, it's so free, it has so much different uh, songs and sounds and uh, streets like it's free record like Moondog. Uh, it's for us inspiring. Um, uh, I yeah, I think every every kind of suicide was always like a good inspiration. Um, soft bullet time from Flaming Lips was at a certain point was like um, important just to check out some other sounds. The Carpenters is always like a good inspiration. Huh. Um, yeah, um, uh, Dahlia Derbyshire, you know her. She was a woman uh, in the 50s, 60s. She made she made like jingles and science fiction sound for BBC radio shows. Oh wow! Um, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Not, yeah, not especially. Um, I, I, when when we listen to I don't know like uh, guitar bands like I don't know, like yeah. There's not only that so junior built this build. It's just like it's 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 okay for us to hear it and we like that, but it's the the, the inspiring stuff is more like different from from, from our sound. But, yeah, not the same sound the as you no, no, no. That's interesting. Or like I, or like I also, uh, I, uh, sound, go ahead soundtrack. Soundtracks um uh, the Berman. So you mean like Burn movie scores and stuff? Yeah, like Taxi Driver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I recognize a really... oh, The way the album's composed, each of the individual songs stand on their own, but there's something about the, the whole composition of numerals that says something larger than just each of the songs together. There's probably some intentionality behind that. Yeah, we we started we um, in 2012. We were like for six months in New York, and we had like a small apartment, and there was a piano inside, like an electric piano. And we had like we took with us like a, a harpsichord. It's like an electric harp, and mm -hmm. uh, we had some guitars, and 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 then we just started to to record on four track, like kind of like soundtrack stuff. We were in New York. It was like. Uh, yeah, New York is like a big party thing, and, but I don't know the, the music. The music we just composed there were more like quiet. It was like a how you can say the Gegensatz. You understand that? Gegensatz. Yeah, and Gegensatz. 
it, it was opposed to the, the, the city, like what was going on, everybody, yeah, you know, um, we wanted to make like quiet stuff, whatever, to the uh -huh. chaos and move. And then we had like, I don't know, like 10 songs or so, and we really liked it, um, but we knew that we went, we would go to gym, to Seattle, and record like uh, traditional songs and stuff. And we wanted to release like maybe two records, but then we tried to, to, to put them together and make like a story out of it, somehow. Oh. And uh, yeah, at the end we did it, we did it that way. So combine those two worlds together. Okay, and then two worlds. So here's something that was written, I think, or you guys said about uh, this process. If the previous album, True Reverb, wanted to get familiar structures to explode, Numerals skillfully combines the energy of the band and their recent experiences. So um, it's all the previous Disco Doom records come together and culminate, and it's a story of love and despair, traveling and arriving at the same time. The numbers resonate as memories of the stations of life deepening and blurring with them. So could you speak a little bit about this space between love and despair or, or traveling and arriving? So you, you're like having it both ways. And like you said, in New York, you're composing music that kind of is juxtaposed against the frenetic pace of New York City, which is, feels like being on the set of a movie or something. Uh. Yeah, what can I say about it? I think uh, uh, when Dream Electric came out, we toured a lot with Good Spill in the States, like three months, and uh, we played those songs so much, and we wanted to like go away from that, and Trotsy Work was like a, a, a crude thing. We just recorded in three days, and mixed in two days, and um, and and. For us, it was like a, to we we yeah we were like free about about that record. We thought that now we can do we don't care about what the people will think. We don't have to make songs or like indie songs or whatever. And yeah, and uh, I think the, the the with numerals we wanted to combine those two those two things to have songs and and, and experimental stuff. Yeah. Have you ever been to Boise before? Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. This is the thing I like about the Tree the Tree Fort Music Fest is that it introduces people to music that they wouldn't necessarily because there's so much density of the festival, but it's it hasn't become like South by Southwest just where it's a circus. You can you can experience a lot of different things over the course of the over the course of the festival. Yeah, in Boise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to be there at that festival. I heard just good things about it, and um, um, yeah, Boise remembers me a little bit. Uh, my hometown, Switzerland. It's, it's quiet. It's nice. It's not too big. There is also like a, a mountainside in front of the, my house, in my old town, and I'm yeah, I'm. We have some friends there, of course. We can stay always in friends' houses. I like it. So you're not speaking about Zurich right now, are you? No, I'm. We grew up like outside of like like hundred miles away from Zurich, oh. uh, in a little town, just like I don't know, twenty thousand people or so. 
Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, go ahead, Bill. No, well, I was just going to ask what are the main difference between as far as like uh, not just the taste in music, but the difference in, in the fans as far as Europe and America go. Um, I think we have like a bonus here probably here in, uh, in the States because uh, we're not Americans, we come from Europe, so I think people listen carefully or, or they are always like um, uh, say, surprised that we are not Americans. Uh, so from the yeah, sound of your music, all... people expect you guys to be American. Is that what you're we saying? Say we, are from, we, we always say that we are from Switzerland, that's a little town in Sweden. In America, we're always a band from Sweden. Yeah. Uh. It's like an old joke. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I think everywhere we go outside from Switzerland, that we we've been treated like not better. You know what? Uh, yeah. Uh, you you know a lot of revolutionary thinkers come from Switzerland, or they live there anyway. So you got Nietzsche and Einstein and Rilke and Hesse spent time there, and then. Carl Jung. This, so on our show, most most of the time, we're not talking to people who have been into Switzerland because of music, but because they they were at Lake Maggiore. Do you know that place? Lago Maggiore. Ah, the lake, Lago Maggiore. Yeah. So yeah, well, no, I just. Is that near where you live? No, it have to be near Italian. Ah. Italian. Yeah. But apparently that's where they would have the Aranos conference where Carl Jung and you know the, just the thinkers of the age were coming to Switzerland to have these incredible discussions with Carl Jung and other archetypical psychologists like Joseph Campbell and James Hillman. Um, do, you, do you have any, any experience with that side of Swiss and German thought, the psychological mind of the philosophy, early 20th century.
we're good. Yes, we're good. We're good. Wonderful. Okay, so now we are joined by, your name is Anita Roofer. Is that right, or are we saying it wrong? Yes, I'm Anita. Okay. And you both play guitar? Yes, we do. And yeah. then, how how did you guys meet and form this band, and how long ago was that? Oh, that's so, that's really a long time <laughs> ago. We, we, um, we met in our hometown. I heard there's a guy who loves Sonic Youth 2 and who plays really good guitar, and I was playing in a woman band which was splitting up and then um, I met Gabriel and I, uh, with my um, with my friend a drummer a girl and then we said hey you want to jam with us and that's how it started all we as we started to play in Solothurn that's the name of the city and then I went to Zurich to study, Gabriel went to Australia for half a year, and when he came back, um, we, um, I, I, have, I had met a guy in Zurich who liked the same kind of music like I did, and then I thought we could do a project together, the three of us, and um, where we all play our songs and change over the instruments. So we started as three-piece. Discodum was, was first a three-piece where everyone played all the instruments and just changed for each song what was needed. With a name like Disco Doom, I thought that you'd, you know, on first impression, I thought maybe it would be more heavy metal. Heavy metal? <laughs> yeah, do you get that? Do people come to a Disco Doom show hoping for, like, Dutch black metal or something? <laughs> um, uh, I think most people expect more disco in our music. Not really, the, not really the metal part, but the disco part. So they have to... Um, how do you say that? Um, yeah, we just definitely something else so but usually they stay and listen to it also if it's not that much disco or that much doom like yeah <laughs> let's do wie sagt man doom auf deutsch <laughs> abgrund <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking german Tell me. <laughs> I was a German major in college. I don't know why. It's just what happened. And so I studied. It, ha it happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it was, it was a good major. I, I, uh, I got to read a lot of interesting German Literature? texts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is a big, how you say it, a heritage or a heritage. big... Yeah, really great literature. Uh, legacy. See, we were just talking about with uh, Gabrielle uh, influences from the, his, the your area in in Switzerland. That being Zurich, uh, other outside of music as far as philosophy and and great thinkers like Carl Jung go. Does it does that conversation? Uh, 
appeal to you at all? Do you have influences in philosophy? In philosophy, um, um, not really, to be honest. Like, um, for making music, for me, it's somehow like a free space where where all what I did study too, like, um, um, how you say, theory of art. And yes. For me, the music part of my life, it's like the, f the free part which doesn't connect in, for me, it's like my free space where I don't have to think where, where it's just happening somehow. I don't know how to say. It's just I'm the flow. Some people would say it's the flow where it just kind of, it's already there. It just kind of comes out the way it comes out. Yeah, like not not thinking too much because I mm. think a lot. <laughs> so not thinking but doing it, like, yeah. That's, for me, it's more this kind of uh, work I like to do when I do music. It's for sure that if you if you have songs and you want to put them together to make an album, then you start to think how can I put it together and why why is it working or why it's not working? But um, that's yeah, do it. Playing music itself is um, ah, that's difficult to explain with my English. <laughs> I so think like you can Deutsch, du I kannst mean? erzählen yes. auf Deutsch. Really? Okay. No. no. Can I? Can I? <laughs> um, She's asking. She wants to. She sure. Wants to give us. Back. Let's see if I can understand you. Okay. Also, um, <clears throat> ich um, ich liebe Musik. Ich mache sehr gerne Musik, um, weil um, ich da eigentlich von allem frei agieren kann und ähm, die Musik ist mein Feld, wo ich nicht über, ähm, über eben Nachdenken, Analysieren funktioniere, sondern wo es aus dem Bauch geschieht und, ähm, und äh, instantly, sofort, das, das ist wie so mein Das ist das, was ich wirklich liebe dran. Compared to others, like other work I do. Genau. Genau. <laughs> Ausgezeichnet. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, we talked a little bit with Gabrielle about living in New York. Uh, mm -hmm. And you've spoken a little bit about Zurich and uh, Die Schweiz. Yes. What? How do you feel about Seattle when you spend time there with Jim Roth and and Scott Plouffe? Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's awesome to be there. It's awesome to be with friends there. Um, it's a great city. We love we we love to stay there. It's for us. It's for us. It's great to be in Seattle. Also, like when you are in your hometown, hometown recording, then. You have to go to work, you see friends, you have to pay bills, you have to whatever, a lot of things to do. When, when we go in another city 
to work on our music, then we really can concentrate on it. So for us, it's a great opportunity. And and Jim uh, is hosting us as we can stay at his house most of the time, which is wonderful um, just to be there. And he's a lovely person to stay with. Yeah, and he's a great guitar player too. He's an awesome guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny that I have this memory of Built to Spill at a bumper shoot in Seattle, where mm -hmm. somebody yelled out "Freebird" and then they started playing it, mm -hmm. and you thought it was a joke until they started and they played the whole thing with the noodly guitar solos. And <laughs> Jim and Doug were just so amazing when you hear that kind of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're really wonderful uh, musicians. They they really know how to get the things. That's awesome to see, awesome to hear. And so, what can we expect at the Tree Fort show from you guys? Is it, do you have any surprises or anything to? Our crowd with? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna try to play our record, our new record, um, like the new songs. We want to present these new songs, and um, we don't know yet if there will be a surprise. Would be great, great, but um, yeah, we we hope to just um, do a great show there. If I may, because we're getting close to our time, um, I wanted to give you a compliment. Rice and Bones, it, okay, so in my life there would be these occasions where I hear a song and I could have sworn that I had known the song before I heard it. And Rice and Bones is one of those songs. It feels like something I've heard before somewhere in a dream, something like that, but it was already there and then yeah. I finally found it. Wow, that's wonderful to hear. That's awesome. Thanks a lot. I, I had to say that because it is a true statement. So I haven't Thank found you. one of those songs in a while, but definitely Rice and Bones is one of them. Thank you. Thank you so much. Are you coming to the show? Will I will not be able to make it. I think Douglas will be able oh, to. Oh, I'm definitely going to come. You bet. Cool. So are we going to see you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wir können Deutsch sprechen zusammen. Okay, we will. <laughs> and you, 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 we do have German listeners, so I think that this will be a big kick for them. This will be kind of, they'll, they'll know something that I don't for sure. <laughs> Unsere deutsche Witz. Witz. Oh, I'm really bad in, in jokes. I'm totally not, not the right person to tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> also, kommt alle an die Bild to Spill, Diskodom, Apostrophe. Is there a fourth band playing? You know that? Sister Crayon. Sister Crayon. Sister Crayon, yes. Yeah, Sister Crayon show. And we all talk German together. We do a German circle there. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your busy South by Southwest schedule to join us. Thank you very much. Out of the circus. Thanks for taking time away from the circus. Thank you. 
Hey, thank you so much for having us, and sorry for the bad English. Yeah, thanks a lot. My English is so fucking... I realize my English is so bad. Dein English is wunderbar. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Gabrielle De Mario and Anita Rufer on SyncBook Radio, a production of SyncBook.com. More information about the work of Disco Doom can be found at DiscoDoom.net. For more information about the SyncBook, our guest, to check out past shows or to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, please be sure and visit our website at 42minutes.com. If you like the podcast, please support it and become a donor. You'll find the donation links under each episode on the website and consider setting up a monthly charge. Thanks. See you at the show.